Welcome back to a new episode of The Milk Diary. <laughs> we have our first guest today. We've been doing the podcast for nearly three months. Oh my now. God, am I your first guest? Yes, yeah. you are oh. our first guest. <laughs> Sorry if we're a bit rusty. Yeah, we might be a bit rusty on this, but we are joined um, by one half of the parenting podcast, Mama Mama. We're with Amy today. Hi, Amy. Hi. How are you? Yeah, I'm all right. I'm all right. No, I am all right. How's I am the... all right. considered? I'm all right. It's starting to get a bit warmer, hasn't it? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, the warmer. I'm not a cold weather well, person. What makes the lockdown so much harder? With the cold with, weather. With cold, yeah. You don't want to go out and you feel more like trapped inside. Mm-hmm. Yep. Although the, we found that the snow was quite nice for a couple of days, that gave us something to do. We had- it snowed, but it just didn't stay. It for, it for the second time, the first time it really settled and it was it was great. It was like, oh, that's her entertained for the day. It's yeah. snowing, great. Her first snow? Yeah. Well, her yeah. first proper snow, she, she loved it. Yeah. She's jumping around inside, getting ready. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really so, that, so that made a change for a day. But yeah, you're right, it didn't last that yeah. long. Um, no. But go... But go yeah, but going to the going to the park when it's that cold, you can only stay for like half an hour, and then you've got to go home, and then the, then you've got to think of what else you're gonna do for the rest of the day. So the weather is getting a lot nicer. So fingers crossed, we can keep her entertained yeah. for a bit longer. I don't have to take mine out every day because they're mm-hmm. a bit older. They're quite happy just to stay in, and I think it's harder mm-hmm. for people with younger children because you need that out time, don't mm-hmm. you, just to mm-hmm. get a bit of a change of scenery and keep them mm-hmm. occupied. Um, how old are your children? They're seven and ten. Oh, okay. Aww. So a bit, yeah. so a bit older than Amelia. Yeah. yeah. So it must be because obviously they're being homeschooled. I'm guessing they're doing all their schooling from home. So Aww. that sounds quite intense. I don't. How, yeah. How's that been? Oh, it. To be fair, I'm very lucky. The older one just gets on with it. The younger one. She can just get on with it, but she faffs. So it will take her all day to do her work. Whereas if she just sat and did it, it'd probably only take about three hours. But she she spends like five hours on something that should take five minutes because she's just, you know, and she just asses around. But I can't work while they're doing it because they, I mean, we're very lucky. We have got two computers. I've got my computer that I use and then I've got my old computer that I've kind of give to them. So I can't do anything because they're both on a computer. Um, the hardest thing that I find is the attention because they'll both literally just say mum and then just go into it whereas if I'm trying to do something or concentrate you know it's like I can't (laughs) just let me you know I can't just react straight away and I really have to think about things as well like Lola the other day was like what's the word where it's spelt the same way forwards to backwards what's that called is it palindrome is it yeah I think so so she was just like, Mum, what, can you name any palindromes? And I'm just like, oh, my God. And I really have to think, and my spelling's awful anyway. <laughs> it's just stuff like that. It's not. But I have been doing maths with her. But this is extra stuff because she's going to do the 11 plus. We've got a really excellent um, grammar school. Is it a grammar school? It must be a grammar school. No, I don't, is it a grammar Oh, God, I don't know. Anyway, we've got a really good school that's near us that's like a public school. 
um, but you have to pass the 11 plus to get into it. And I was like, look, why don't we just go for it? And then if you want to go, fine, if you pass. And if you don't, it doesn't matter. But we might as well, you know, try because it's one of the best schools in the country. So she's got this extra work to do, which is maths. And it's we're multiplying fractions, but like different fractions. And I haven't done this stuff. Well, I'm 43. So the last you don't do this stuff past leaving school, do you? No. So that's been interesting but I like, I like math. So it's been actually quite nice learning yeah. <laughs> or relearning stuff. But then there's other things that I do remember how to do, but they don't do it like that anymore. So that's yeah, quite I remember doing that. Like when I was doing my homework, my parents being like, nope, that's not how we did it. I can't, I can't help you there. Yeah. So it, it's like maths is maths is maths. Like as long as you get to the answer, why do you have to do it a different way? But obviously you have to do, because I have to show the working out. So that's been a bit frustrating because, you're supposed to teach your children but then you can't you have to teach them the way that they're being taught now but obviously you don't know what that way is yeah do you know what I mean so that's yeah. that's been a bit but on the whole they're good I'm, I'm lucky they are quite good they do kind of get on with it <laughs> have you started driving your child yet yes how old, how old is she three three in March yeah, yeah. but it, bribery is sometimes the only way <laughs> Oh my God, it's like the things that you said you'd never do. They'll yeah. never watch telly, they'll never have chocolate. I'll never bribe them with food yeah. or TV. Yeah, it's oh a, if, if I'm in a rush to get her out the house and it's just like, if you're really quick, you can have a biscuit on the way. <laughs> it's like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it works so well. <laughs> yeah. It's the only, yeah, I don't know how I'd do it without bribery. Um, but yeah, so homeschooling. <laughs> so you've not had a that, have you? No, but we, no. Um, at the, the first sort of lockdown when, when it was eased, because um, my sister's seven, so she came to stay over and I told my mum, because my mum's working full time, so they've really been struggling with the whole homeschool. So I was like, I'll do some homework with her. It's fine. And I didn't read it before we sat down. And then I was like, oh, you really have to prepare before you sit down with your kid to do it. Because if you are trying to figure out how to explain it and then make it too wordy. She just is like, I'm, I'm not paying, I'm not following anymore. And I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. But um, it's it was so hard and that was just doing it once. And, I was and like, you don't know what level they're at. I was looking at her work and obviously like putting apostrophes in and- oh, Yeah, that's what I was doing. And it's like, have you done that yet though? Because obviously if they haven't done that yet, then they're not expected to. But then also I'm a bit like, but if that's not how you spell something, then you need to kind of tell them. Do you know what I mean? So it's like I've, I've been correcting stuff like that, but I don't know if I need to. Because <laughs> I, I find that loads of the stuff that I learned, especially in secondary school, like science and maths like that, I haven't used it in like 10 years. And we talk about this all the time. Someone, you know, they have to, tell us about how to pay your tax and all the all the important stuff and like getting a mortgage but instead you're learning about algebra and you're like I'm never going to use this and still today I haven't used algebra so I just feel like those Neither. couple of years and I feel like a waste. so I, I actually do maths mm -hmm. but I've never done algebra yeah, yeah. you know it's, it's quite a bit there is so many things that I wish that I haven't got a clue how to get a mortgage. <laughs> I think you've got just got to lie and yeah. beg to get a mortgage nowadays. But yeah, there's a lot of things. And politics as well. Yeah. yeah. Like you can vote from 18. 
most mm. people don't have a fucking clue what you know sorry can I swear on your podcast yeah absolutely <laughs> <laughs> you don't read I mean normally you follow your parents footsteps don't you whether if they're interested in politics or not and what political party they're I think that'd be wonderful if you learn about politics from a young age because that's when you're forming your ideas of the world isn't it so definitely like just the actual life skills I remember we um at school we had a um how like life skills lesson and this is in secondary school where you know you sort of know how to look after yourself and the exam was so easy everyone finished in like half an hour it was like circle what's wrong in the kitchen it was like a kettle next to a sink and like a knife hanging off the edge of the side and it's just like um I'm 16 I think I know know about this now can you (laughs) teach me actual life skills we did um I did home I went to an all-girls school and we did home economics we didn't have like woodwork or anything like that we had home economics and textiles so I made a puppet was out of a sock and then I learned how to wash up I always remember that the washing up lesson and uh, cookery as well we used to do which I quite liked that but we didn't have we didn't do any like fun stuff like metal work or you know but I still remember how to cook the mushrooms in butter and cream I think it was it was actually <laughs> I always I always was so jealous of my cousin who um at her school she had cookery lessons my school didn't have like the space for it like a cooking sort of area oh, I was always so jealous it seemed so fun to do that yeah mm. or even like doing about cars I had to change a tire I mean I know obviously you don't do that until you're a little bit older but if you did it in like the fifth fifth year year what's the year? 11 year 11 yeah. <laughs> you know because obviously most people would well I mean everyone should know how to change tire shouldn't they because if you're I ever in to drive. Mm. <laughs> I have done but I'm terrible at driving, yeah. so I just don't drive. Just, just for my own safety, her yeah. safety, <laughs> and just everyone else's safety. So, um, yeah, and I don't know how to change a tire. I, I would be quite useless in a in a situation like that. I would have to rely on someone else to come and help me. So <laughs> it makes it me feel quite. Have an idea. Like I got in my car the other day, and it just wouldn't start. And I knew that it wasn't the battery. But that, that's as far as my knowledge goes. And I hate not knowing because I hate having to then ask someone to help because mm-hmm. I'd rather just be able to do it myself. And so I wish that I'd done some kind of basic yeah. motor skills, <laughs> I suppose. It, look, it looks like um, the schools are going to be opening, is it the beginning of March? The They've said oh, after the man. 8th, haven't they? But they've yeah. not kind of said... That's what they're kind of aiming for, but I think they need to wait and kind of see what's happening before that. Are you comfortable sending the kids back to school? Well, they're off. They're all, if they do go back on the 8th, they've got three weeks and then they're off for another two weeks for Easter. Mm-hmm. So me personally, I don't see the point of sending them back now. I mm-hmm. might as well wait till after Easter because then that's five more weeks of not mixing with people. Mm-hmm. Um, I would rather wait until things are better to send them back. So then hopefully we won't go into lockdown again. I just don't want to rush anything. So then it's like going one step forward and five steps back, isn't it? It's, you know, I'd rather, because as much as, as much as I'd like to have my life back, like just during the day, I work from home anyway, so that's no different, but I go to the gym. I mean, not that I don't know whether they'll be open, but just having that headspace, I, I, it's not like I don't want my kids to go back because it's not just nice to have a break and not be asked any questions for a couple of hours. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> but 
I'd rather I'd rather suffer it for three more weeks for the sake of then having another five weeks. I don't really understand mm-hmm. that. But yeah. then like, I'm lucky, I'm all right. I know um, Harry, who I do the podcast with, she's having a break at the moment because her job is manic and she's got homeschool her son as well. And it's like, how are you supposed to, how are you supposed to do that? You, you can't work and you ca- literally cannot work and homeschool at the same time because you have to give all your attention to a child to a seven-year-old child who's doing work and they don't know what, yeah. you know, I can't remember what they're doing at the moment. I think they're doing maths. It's, but they, they're moving on to like harder maths. So they don't know what they're doing. So you really have to help them. Yeah. And you can't be on a Zoom meeting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? I don't really understand. Mm. So she's very keen for the schools to reopen. So she, because she can't, yeah but you can cope it's hard so I don't I don't feel like that because I'm all right I can work around the kids it's fine I'm I'm very lucky I work I do my own hours mm. but it I just a hard one to juggle because yeah it's we've said we we speak about this a lot because we obviously feel quite lucky that we don't have to homeschool or media it is just keeping her entertained and stuff yeah but it's just it it's not practical at all. Like it's just not physically possible for people to be able to play the role of an actual teacher and complete all their deadlines and tasks for work as well. And either workplaces need to realize that and sort of have some sort of leniency and be like, you're a working parent, you need more time. Or I don't know, something has to like be adjusted a bit. Something has to give surely. Yeah. Well, I don't don't know. I know another person who literally her son, I don't think he's doing any schoolwork because he can't do it on his own and she can't, she runs her own business. So she's got to work or she's not going to pay a mortgage. You know, I know um, another friend of mine, her eldest son's got uh, ADHD and behavioral problems. And then she's got a younger one who needs a lot of attention and she's just finding it really hard because she doesn't have to work, but, she doesn't she just can't deal with it because it's just so I mean it's hard enough with a kid when they haven't got behavioral problems or learning you know difficulties but then my cousin who's been furloughed is loving the fact that he's homeschooling his two children because he's spending time with them that he never gets to spend he's teaching them which he's really enjoying he's got he's married so he doesn't have to cook the dinner and do the housework and do anything else at the same time you know it's Yeah. yeah so it's it really depends on your own situation, does it? To yeah, first like, yeah, for some people it's been great. Like the first lockdown, I loved it because we actually got to spend time as a family together properly yeah. for the first time. Yeah. You know, just had lots of time to not work and it was mm. great. And then All and then the you co- just start hearing other people's stories yeah. and you're like, oh yeah. yeah, it's like, it is a bubble yeah. of... Because yeah. we listened but to then- your um, first episode and it was quite funny because it yeah. you were talking about sort of like oh how to cope for the next four weeks <laughs> <laughs> and it was like in a year yeah because that's <laughs> but my friend was like do a pandemic one because obviously the pandemic had just kind of kicked off and he was like that'd be a good episode so we were like oh yeah and I haven't actually re-listened to that in a while but it would be quite I'm sure it's pretty ironic of all these things that we were gonna do I was gonna I got a piano because I used to play when I was younger and I got one from a friend years ago in that with the aim of relearning um, and that so that my kids could learn as well and they have lessons but I still haven't done it and that's one that's one of the things I was gonna do 
re relearn how to play the piano. We were going to learn language. <laughs> We've not done. It's just been <laughs> getting through every day. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's absolutely fine because I think there was a lot of pressure on people, especially early last year, to really make the most of it. Like you say, learn a language, pick up an instrument. But you're in the middle of a global pandemic and you watch the news and it's all terrifying. So trying to find like the strength to you know, learn something new is quite hard. So you've got to kind of be kind to yourself and go, do you know what? No, I haven't learned. I've just sat and watched TV and that's absolutely fine. You are allowed yeah. to do that. It's okay. <laughs> 100%. Yeah, you know, I did have aspirations because I was like, we've been given the gift of time. <laughs> that was what that was my thinking. But I was, I mean, I'm still working. I wasn't, I wasn't as busy. My main job's with the DJ agency. So obviously that's just nothing's been happening for a year now, really. Um, I still have my other jobs to do, but they're not as demanding. But I was sunbaked. I spent most of the first lockdown in the garden, to be fair. We all did though, because it was, we were so lucky, weren't we? It was such beautiful weather. Oh, yeah. But what what's really amazed me is how quick it's gone like the fact it's nearly been a year I've pretty much been inside this house for nearly a year it's flown by mm -hmm. and I'm like time flies when you're having fun I can't say that I've been having fun <laughs> <laughs> so I don't understand how it's gone so quickly yeah like that that's scared me a bit um I have been I was grateful for spending the time with the girls because even though I do see them every day, all day, every day, obviously when they're at school, they're, they're kind of their own little people, aren't they? So it's been interesting watch how they interact with their teachers when they have like the Zoom lessons and how they work. Mm -hmm. I've been quite pleasantly surprised actually that my younger daughter's quite intelligent because she's a right idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I always thought, oh God, but actually she's quite clever. And I was like, oh, that's a surprise. She doesn't take after me. But, um, <laughs> it's, and I, th I feel like they've both really come on as well because I'm of the thinking, I don't think kids should go to school till they're seven. I yeah. think they're far too young at four or five because literally you they're can turn... Like given exams and told that they're not doing... Exactly. And they've got to sit down. They do the, um, is it cursive writing? Is that what it's called? You don't know any of this. Yeah, the, like, the curly writing from the off. So when they're four, so they could turn four on the 31st of August, start school on the 5th of September. And they're, I mean, they don't obviously do writing straight away, I wouldn't imagine. Reception is quite a lot of play. But it's just so much. And I, yeah, I'd be more than happy for them to stay home till they're seven. Because I do think they develop a lot more, I think, when they're with their family. Obviously, if that's a supportive and nurturing family unit, I know not everyone's that fortunate, but... I'd be more than happy not to send them to school. And I do think that... of insecurity is being tested constantly or sort of like... And being separated from your family as well. My youngest had... She didn't want to go to school when she was younger. I had a lot of issues with her because she didn't want to leave me. And it was horrible. It was horrible leaving her there, you know, but she had to go because she was five in October. So she, you have to go once you're five. So I couldn't just let her stay home, you know, she had to go. But I think she's, I think she's better now because she's had the reassurance of being with me more. And I think that's helped her grow in herself. And I just think if she didn't have that separation, you know, when we were young, I mean, she's all right, but I, yeah, I don't think they should go to school till they're seven personally. Yeah, no, I agree with that. I remember my mum, she did it with my sister as well. Um, 
I remember my sister was in reception and we went to pick her up and they were like, oh, she was really, she didn't, um, she didn't do very well on the spelling test. And my mum was just like, yeah, well, she's, she's four. Yeah. That's why. Oh. And it, it's just, I'm not, I'm not going to go home and go through, like sort of push her to keep doing it. She's four. She doesn't need to be scoring like on a spelling test every week. Oh. <laughs> kids are so different as well. Like some learn, like with the walking thing, you know, my kids walked when they were about, 14 months I think my cousin's kid walked when she was eight months like it, they, they do things at all different times and I think being compared at such a young age doesn't do them any good and it's a waste of time as well because that by the time they're seven they're all kind of at the same level yeah. really kind of you're caught up by then aren't you so I don't think and as well if your kid's very energetic they're not going to want to sit still you know I've got a friend who's got a kid and he talks too much he's too and he moves around too much but he's like that's because he's six years old yeah, <laughs> the six-year-old boy he wants to run around and he might not learn the best sitting down at a desk he might learn more being active you mm. know but there's no option for that mm-hmm. and that just seems I just don't I don't understand for whose benefit it is really because it's not for the child's benefit is it yeah I don't think that's in um in the Netherlands, their schooling system after primary school, they sort of um look at how you learn. So if you're more of like sort of like a, a book learner, sort of you work more academically by sitting down and reading, or if you're more of a practical learner. And then from yeah. there you, you get put into secondary schools that that yeah. teach you in those sort of ways. And it's like yeah. oh, that makes so much sense. Let kids sort of like be given the opportunity to learn in a way where mm it's gonna sink in 100 percent, and that does it's better for their self-esteem as well isn't it because yeah. if they're constantly getting things wrong it's like with now all the exams have been cancelled haven't they with like your gcses and a levels and whatever i would have loved that because i hate exams <laughs> i did much better in coursework. but then obviously there's other people who can't do coursework and they but it's like but that's ridiculous isn't it then because if you don't work well under pressure and you can't do exams you might have done a lot better than your grade. So that's not a true representation of what you can do, is it? Yeah. Mm. But, my but, friend yeah. did ace all, all of her coursework and all of the like class exams, but would f- actually fail in the exams because she would get yeah. so stressed out mm. because they put so much pressure on the exam. It's like, you must pass this because yeah. it's going to be the start of your mm. whole entire future and life. And yep. it's so stressed out. She was like, no, can't do it. It's such, it's such an intense environment, isn't it? I still remember sitting in the school hall, like it's all separate, you can't talk. It's just so, it's such a stressful, uh, yeah. Yeah. Really Intimidating. I'm glad, yeah. glad I'm over that, but not, yeah. Do you ever have school dreams where you dream that you've got to go back to school? No. No, they're called nightmares. Because <laughs> 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 I, I, I went to an all boys school in East London and, and this was, what one? Uh, Bow Boys. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's it, it, the they've changed the site now, and I I I look at that experience and I and and I remember the learning and I just go, ah, oh, it a lot of it seemed quite pointless. I, I I was quite lucky. I did all right in my GCSEs, but from the teacher's perspective, was just remember all this information for this one hour test you're going to do in a few months' time, and then 
you don't sustain any of the information. That literally is what they were trying to do is get people to remember as much as they could for an hour test and then forget about it just so, you know, the department yeah. could get their grades. And it was just like, well, I'm not learning anything, you know, for, for life skills. It's just to tick boxes. Yeah. And that you used to actually say that being like, this is what's going to be on the exam. Yeah. Learn this bit. <laughs> it's like, this is the question. Yeah. <laughs> remember. Mm-hmm. I remember my Spanish exams, my oral exams, the Spanish teachers would always um, sort of like write, have a piece of paper where they'd sort of write and sort of point. Because it's being oh, recorded really? so they'd be like, have you just grasped up your teachers? Yeah. It's fine. The school's closed. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Is it you that went to yeah. Rains? Yeah, yeah. Because I was talking to my mum about it the other day, and I said that it's closed down. So that's where she went. She's like, "Oh, that's a shame." It is. It was. Yeah, I don't who it was? For yeah, a while, funny. yeah. For a while, yeah. I don't know what they're it's doing funny. with the site. It will probably become flats though, because it's... it's listed. The front of it's listed. Yeah. So... Oh, yeah. It is. Yeah. Because it is a really lovely building. It is a great building, and it's in a good part yeah. of like this right in the middle yeah. of Bethnal Green. So some property developers will pick that up, I'm absolutely sure, and turn it into multi-million pound luxury flats. So yeah. what can you do? <laughs> <laughs> I, we, we did want to ask, um, obviously, because you the plan for your podcast uh, came before the pandemic. So how did the pandemic change the podcast? Because it must have, did it throw, throw you guys off a bit? Um not really because initially we had like a lot of episodes that we wanted to do just the two of us talking but then obviously is that there's only so much you can talk about isn't there so then we started getting guests on and to be honest the pandemic's kind of helped that really because everything's done on zoom and so we've spoken to people in north america that we never would have done because it wasn't really thought about doing stuff on zoom was it podcast you do it in person um so actually it's probably helped quite a lot because I can talk to anyone mm-hmm. and contacting people well I mean we haven't had any uh, any people on like famous people on well, we've had a couple but not like because at the moment a lot of people aren't working are they because you can't so that's been quite a good time to one of my friends has got a podcast and he's had so many people amazing people on because no one's doing anything yeah so in some ways really it's been it's probably been a blessing in disguise. Yeah, that's not, true. There's so much no. more, like no travel. No, like you don't have to plan a time to all meet in one place. Everyone could just put a, an hour or so aside, sit at home and... Yeah, it's easy. I mean, don't get me wrong. The Zoom thing's not ideal. And if you get a shit, like when we spoke to the woman in North America, her internet connection wasn't that great. And you, you don't know that until you start talking to someone. Yeah. So that can be a bit of a faff. And obviously with the recording... Like we had one, we did one with um, one of Harry's mates um, and Harry didn't press record on her microphone. So we did it, it was like nearly two hour long podcast, like two episodes it was going to be. And at the end she was just like, oh shit. And I was like, oh, and then, so we did it again. But then when we did it again, her friend sent me the recording that she'd recorded. She'd recorded it on two different devices and she sent me the one that she just recorded on her phone, which had both of our voices on as well. So it sounded really bad, but that was, I didn't know that she'd sent me the wrong copy. So we put it out, but it just sounded really bad. <laughs> so it was like the longest podcast with the most problems. But it's such a shame because it's such a good episode. But it's like, yeah. So there are issues like that, you know. But on the whole, the Zoom thing's actually been really good. And I probably will continue to do it on Zoom rather than even when you can meet up with people. I mean, obviously, that would be nice, but 
that's a whole chunk of time out of your day because you're going to have to travel around aren't you Mm -hmm. and like if you've got a lot of equipment like my friend's got a massive load of equipment I just I've got a little zoom mic that I use but he's got like a whole thing that he has to lug around London with him so well not anymore how did you how did you both meet you and Harry so our my youngest daughter and her son Idris were in the same class at school and they got married about three weeks into reception they got married so we kind of met like in the playground and then I Juno's got on her birthday's in October so I had a party and obviously invited and we just got chatting at the party really and then we just we just carried on chatting and I go to a gym well Harry does as well that's local and I kind of I got her into that and then that was it really like the kids were always together and we get on she's I mean I'm a single parent she's a co-parent so she doesn't live with her partner but they're still kind of a unit um but it's nice when you are a single parent you need your people to help you (laughs) because you do need help so we kind of had that you know so yeah we got on and yeah that was it really we've just been friends ever since Oh, that's really nice. I always find it um, really awkward at the moment because um, Amelia's three and going to nursery, we don't really get to see any of the kids or the parents properly because of um, like not being able to go into the nursery and dropping them off. Yeah. yeah. Any sort of parent friends that Amelia's made friends with is like impossible yeah. at the moment because she talks about her friends from nursery that she likes and it's always the same ones that she talks about yeah. I have no idea what they look like <laughs> or who their parents are and it's, it's really weird they could all be imaginary or something it'll go soon like when things kind of calm down because how long will she be will she be there so she's going to be three in March so she's going to be there for another couple of oh no she'll be she'll have another year will yeah. she yeah I think she's another year yeah so there's time you'll make it that's a hard thing with because you don't always like the parents of your kids mates (laughs) so it's really good when you do because if you haven't got anything in common or you're just not the same kind of people I've been really lucky with Lola I made friends at um, a baby group with her and then that transcended into their nursery and we're all still friends so that's that's been really lovely because we all generally do get on like we go well we were going away every year to go to a different city and stuff but that's obviously not happening at the moment and then with Juno she made a really good friend in nursery and I'm really close with her mum and now Harry as well like we're kind of all friends so I have been quite lucky because I I remember meeting a few mums when Lola was a baby and it was a bit like I can't we're not going to have that kind of I mean you've you've obviously got the things that you talk about like the birth and the feeding and the weaning and moaning about your partner or whatever you know but past that it's like I remember when so my first proper mum friend who's now like one of my closest friends we went out for a dinner like it was she went to an antenatal group and they all kind of stayed friends and then I met them at a baby group and kind of like got in there but we, I was never really that friendly with her. I was friends with some other ones, but then we went out one night and we ended up sitting next to each other and we were just kind of chatting. And then 
I found out that she'd worked in Ibiza, like she'd done seasons in Ibiza. And I was like, oh, okay, like I think we'll get on. And then that was it. We ended up getting really drunk and like we're best friends now. So but I just remember thinking, oh, actually, I've got something in common with you because I remember the other mums. They were nice, but they weren't really my, I wouldn't be friends with them outside of the kids. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But it's always nice when you get that. Yeah, that's it. Because it's, it's weird because you've only got one thing to start conversation off. Yeah, it's just kids, and it's like, oh, but I kind of want to know what you're like, but I don't want to pry too much. <laughs> but you can get, I mean, you just, it's play dates, isn't it? You just say, oh, do you want to come over for play date? You have a cup of tea. You can have a couple of hours. You know, after that, if you <laughs> do that again, or, you know, but it's nice if the kids, like my Juno, she practically lives at her mate Naila's house, what she did before you know, because she just loves going there. They're more than happy to have her. And that really helps me out when I need, you know, a bit of a break. Yeah. But it's nice when we all see each other because I really love, like her mum. But it is, it's nice. And it's nice for them to have friends as well. It's nice for them to have a little mate. Yeah, definitely. That's what I, I'm, I'm looking forward to the most about after lockdown is being able to actually, I don't know, have proper little friends for Amelia that she can actually go yeah. and do yeah. stuff with because... Yeah, it's just it's not happened because of lockdown. Yeah, yeah, it's. I was at the park a few weeks ago, and uh, and Amelia was playing in the sandpit, and there was this this little baby. They must have been about six, seven months old, and the dad told me that this was the first time his daughter had ever interacted with another baby, and so obviously he'd been extra cautious, and, and 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 so was I. But I was like, oh my god, that's just really put it into perspective for me. We're quite lucky that she. She, you know, she was pre-pandemic, yeah. so she has interacted with people. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. Had a child in the last year hasn't been able to meet loads of family or interact that. And that's when you're a new parent, we talked about it, how important it is to have people around you and how important yeah. it is for the baby to meet other people. But they're probably really desperate for this pandemic to be over so they can introduce, you know, their, their little one to friends yeah. and family. It must be so hard. I can't imagine... Well, Amelia's a really social kid. Like, she, she really likes other kids. But I've found whenever we go to the park, because lots of the kids already sort of have either a brother or sister that they're with or a friend that they're with, she just yeah. walks up to them and she goes, hello, friend. And they just look at her like... Who are you? <laughs> I just say nothing. And I'm like, oh, no, we need to find you some friends who <laughs> respond to you. She, some, you know, she, some kids will be like, oh, hi. You choose to yeah. Kids, <laughs> it's so funny. It's cute. You need to have another one. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> I already feel like I've like aged quite a lot in the last couple of years, especially in the last year. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I feel exhausted just 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 waking up. <laughs> yeah, she's actually. We got her um a bed, and this morning was the first morning. I woke up and she was in the bed, and I was like, terrifying. When did? when did this happen she got up in the night I have no idea what time and just climbed into yeah. bed it was so odd yeah. like you're winning when you don't notice it's when yeah. they wake you up or then start kicking you you know that's all right if they just get in you don't know that's great they take up so much space they're so small <laughs> and it's and that that blows my mind it's just legs are up in the air and like I felt something hit me in the back of the yeah, head she's this got morning. Woody toy. She decided to bring in the, the hardest toy she had. <laughs> so you're like, 
I've got to know Yoda, you know, the child, baby Yoda. Yeah. One I got them for Christmas, but the head is so hard. <laughs> <laughs> in bed for me, because I know it will just end up in my face. <laughs> yeah, she, Juno still sleeps with me. Um, and that happened. So at the start of lockdown, she got out of my bed because Lola, the older one, was teaching her how to be cool. And cool kids don't sleep with their mums anymore. So I was like, oh, okay, all right, fair enough. Um, but since this lockdown, she's come back in again. Yeah. Um, but I'm a bit like, I oh, don't care. I still sleep. She sleeps. I'm just like, if that's what she feels she needs to do at the moment, it's hard, isn't it, for yeah. everyone? So I'm like, whatever. It doesn't matter. But I got, so I got a new bed and I got a king size bed because I thought that way we can fit in. But we don't really sleep properly when they all fight. I can't sleep in the middle and they fight about who wants to be next to me. So I'm like, it's just no. So, um, but so in this king size bed, do you know, I'll go upstairs and she's got in my bed and she's literally just laying diagonally across it. I mean, she's tiny, but she just takes up the whole fucking bed and then I'll move her over and she literally just burrows. So we sleep in about that much bed. <laughs> and she's right up me and that's so we've got this whole bed which is no one's on it <laughs> and yeah that's just like, parent. <laughs> like, they're like heat sensors aren't they they've got to be next to something warm mm -hmm. but I don't mind I, don't, I mean Lola she stopped cuddling me she's always been like older but yeah she's like I have to beg her for a cuddle oh <laughs> Juno will end up like that soon, so I'm I'm kind of I don't mind. Yeah, that's the thing. Like with the whole sleeping thing, because um, my sister gets into my mum's bed always in the morning at like five o'clock, um, and oh. the only advice they ever people ever give it's like the thing is she will just grow out of it. Like she's yeah. not going to keep doing this forever. She just won't. No. So she whatever won't. she she'll she'll grow out of it. Yeah. What yeah. does it really matter? But when? Yeah. <laughs> Fourteen. Most, but when? <laughs> it's good saying it, but you know, you feel like you need a timeline. Yeah. But everything before you know it, you'll be like, "Oh, do you remember when she came and got in bed with us when she's yeah. going up?" No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I miss when she used to get in bed. Oh, yeah, because you'll have the teenager stage like in a few few years. Mm -hmm. I think I was an alright teenager, so I hope that. I hope that she is. Amelia is. Mm -hmm. Teenager stage seems scary. <laughs> yeah. It's well, it's hormones, isn't it? It all depends what they're like with their hormones. But fingers crossed. <laughs> we'll come back for an episode in about five, six years' time, and then <laughs> and then we'll just review. <laughs> I think the hard thing is is not because we. I've got a very close relationship with my girls, but obviously I'm their parent, and you can't be a friend. Do you know what I mean? You can't be their mate. You've got to be their parent. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's going to be, I think that's going to be the battle. I mean, they're, Lola's quite sensible. I'm not really too worried about her. She does want to start wearing makeup. She's only just 10. And I find that weird because I don't really wear makeup. So I'm like, I don't, and she's not really that kind of girl. So I don't really, I think she just wants to be older, but she wants to go to the shop on her own. And I was like, when you're 10, and now she's 10, I'm like, no, <laughs> on like a main road, and I'm just paranoid that someone's just gonna pull her in a van. And I'm not worried about her; she's perfectly capable of going to the shop on her own and doing whatever. But I'm just worried that 
you know, it, I, yeah. I remember going to the shop on my own, just, they were like, okay, you can go to the shop, get a pint of milk. And I remember yeah. going to the shop and then I went into the shop and there was all the different coloured milks. And I remember going yeah. like, oh no, if I get this wrong, they're never going to let me go to the shop again. <laughs> now I'm older, I'm like, they wouldn't have cared. Even yeah. if I bought cheese instead of milk, as long as I got back. How old were you? Do you remember? I can't remember, but I, I really, yeah, I can't remember at all, actually. Um, it might have been about 10, probably. Maybe between 10 and 12? I don't know. You can sort of see the shot from the window of the flat. So I know my mum was probably like there, like, yeah. <laughs> Binoculars out and everything. It's <laughs> not far. It's like at the end of the road, but I can't see it. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's, just, it's not her, it's other people. That's what. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it is, isn't it? Yeah. You, you like you trust your children, but you don't trust other people, yeah. <laughs> which is really, that say, but that's, that's what runs, runs through our minds in situations like that. Yeah. yeah. It's just that chance, isn't it? It's a very small chance of anything mm. terrible happening. It's still, yeah. That's such a big thing, actually. I'm actually really thinking about it and going. We're making notes now. Such a big thing. Oh, walking down the street on your own. Yeah. Well, she's going to senior school. She's in. She's got one more. So she's got this. The end. Finished this year, and then she's in her last year, and then they go to senior school on their own, don't they? Yeah. Oh, I had to text my mum for like the whole of the first year of secondary school. I had to text her when I got to school, and then when I got home because my mum like worked late, and if I didn't text her, I'd always get a text when I was at school, being like, "Are you at school yet?" And I was like, "Mum, this is so embarrassing." But, it's, but at least you had phones. Like at least they've got phones now. Mm. Yeah, have, phones weren't invented when I was at school, so I couldn't. But then I didn't have to get myself there. I was on a bus, school bus, so it wasn't. I didn't do anything on my own. They sound so fun, school buses. They do, yeah. See them in all the TV shows. I was like, oh, I had so much fun at school if I got to get yeah. a crusty old coat that smelled. It wasn't. It wasn't nothing <laughs> glamorous. It's <laughs> not like the American TV shows. <laughs> It just really like, it's like get me off here i'd rather walk i'll take yeah. my chances <laughs> <laughs> oh. yeah, no, gross. well that was really fun thanks for being <laughs> the first guest <laughs> really privileged uh. <laughs> thank you for me be your first guest i thought you you were brilliant i didn't feel like i was your first guest oh, oh thank you i've been so nervous <laughs> but, i was like, gonna go <laughs> and <laughs> um, where can people find your podcast are you on all the platforms we are um mum and mama uh, <laughs> it's such a funny thing to say mum <laughs> and mama um yeah so we're on all the platforms and it's we're at mum and mama pod and you spell the word and well thanks for joining us um Definitely be back on soon at some point. Yeah, I'd love to. Great. See you later. Bye. Well, thanks for joining us for that episode. We will be back next week. We hope you enjoyed. And don't forget you can follow us on... Spotify and Apple Podcasts. We are on all the podcast platforms. So give us a follow and subscribe. And also leave a review. Yes, that would be great. We are also on Instagram at the milk diary podcast, podcast. <laughs> that's the one <laughs> um give us so a follow yeah see you guys
see a bit more of what's going on. Yeah. See you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.